Oh yeah, Spence. I'm so stoked to be back here once again on our Ventura Forward podcast, where we're searching for those tasty waves, hot tunes, fun in the sun, and righteous food across the 805. On this unique segment, we're going to be breaking down what's going on across the county, how was the Christmas, how are the holidays, and the new year is coming. Spence, how you feeling? Exactly that way. New year's coming, new things. We had a great Christmas. Wife's birthday is in between Christmas and New Year's, and then we have New Year's Day. Uh, sports are firing. The Kings are looking good. Big hockey fans over here. The Rams, we'll see what happens this weekend so they could get into the playoffs. Just a lot of fun stuff. Mr. Otani is a Dodger. It just goes on and on. It's, it's a, a good, fun times as they should be during the holiday. Absolutely. My Christmas was great. My brother came into town. My sister drove down from Santa Barbara. She won't be listening, but my brother has a new girl from the last year and a half, and I got to spend quality time with her. Her name is Ruby. And Ruby, I'll dedicate this episode to you. I had so much fun with you hanging out over the holiday season. So Ruby passed. Ruby, my, I said 10 out of 10 the first day. My son says the next day, 10 out of 10. I go, yes, sir. Then after we opened presents, and then we played our competitive game of basketball in the street on Christmas Day, and Ruby was bringing the thunder we did lose. I don't want to turn it up too hard on my son and my brother. I wanted to give him a little bit of win because I'll, we also played bocce ball on the beach. Love bocce on the beach. Super fun. Different obstacles. The terrain changes. You go in dry sand. You get the ball towards the water. But bocce on the beach, highly recommended. Well, I could get it on the wet sand because you could roll it, but... You'd have to. Have, it's interesting. A roll on that uh, fluffy. A lot, a lot fluffy of throwing sand. comes involved. Sure. You get to throw it, and it's very high. What was say High variable of what's going to happen with your balls. You might get it close, and the person next to you might be ten feet away. So kind of fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to try that sometime. And I won. I won. I took him down. So awesome. on Christmas, I had to be nice and let him get a couple of baskets on me. Okay. So bocce has basketball. No. What else is going on? Well, Spence, I've been going hard lately this last year, and I got to say, people have been responding in a lot of positive ways, but also in a way that I want to make sure everyone knows that I really care about them. I really appreciate them, and I really want to make it softer this year. The message and the passion and the stoke, we talk about Ventura Forward, sharing the stoke and you being you. I've always been on fire. Since the day I came out, I was the youngest of three kids, and I was kicking and screaming and fighting for attention. My brother was pounding me. My sister was teaching me games with Cabbage Patch Kids and everything else can you can imagine the 80s. My mom and my dad didn't have a lot of time for me. So I was struggling. I was loud. I was an outcast, per se. Those same type of personality, character traits carry over into your life, right? How your things, you try to get better. What do you do? You listen to your wife. Maybe you see a therapist. Maybe you listen to what your friends are saying. And I'm listening more than ever, Spence. So if I can in 2024, maybe dial back the way my delivery and my passion is because some people are seeing as some of a turnoff because I get so pumped up. What do you think about that? Yeah, slow down a bit. Yeah. Sometimes the passion can be befuddling to people and seem exactly as you described, like yelling. So... It's always good to throw in a little fire occasionally, though. I like the fire. And I, what I've been describing to people is that when I came home seven years ago with a mission to reform mental health because the passing of my brother on the streets, 
and you know the passion of Ventura when your family member or primary sibling gets murdered changes the course of your life. And that passion for me is hard to harness. And in the harnessing of it, what I've known that is I've created now ultimately like a rocket. And this rocket's burning hot. And I gotta realize other people are on the rocket with me. It's not just me doing my own thing anymore. Right now the account on Instagram is growing over 100 followers a day. Ventura Ford's at 12.4, which is awesome. I never even thought we would maybe get this high. And boy, they're taking off quick. So I want to be able to capture everybody who's listening and understanding the news and information and the stoke. So I think I can maybe hit more people and allow them to all understand where the message is coming from and not be a turnoff. I don't want to be a turnoff. One thing that I've always said is your communication and what you're trying to portray is only as good as it's received. So if you're not talking to the masses or really getting everyone to understand, are you doing what you're supposed to be doing, which is changing society? Uh, Alexander Hamilton, the great uh, play, Hamilton. There's a point in that where they say, talk less, smile more. Because Hamilton was that. He, Hamilton could run. He could write like a madman. He could speak like a madman. And a lot of his friends would say, you know, talk less, smile more. It's like a running theme that sometimes you do have to, because he was brilliant. He threw a lot of great information out. But they would just say, hey, might, might get a little more mass popularity. doesn't mean you have to change what you believe in, but maybe present it differently. So if you have a chance, watch Alexander Hamilton. It's a great musical. How do you watch the musical? You watch it online? What do you do? Disney. Disney they have. Yeah, I got it on Disney. Okay, I'll see that. I've watched that. I've seen that this the advertisement for it. Maybe I'll check that out. It's it's very good. And it's, yes, I do go for a musical occasionally. And it's working backwards, right? Some people are really wanting to have the passion and saying, I wish I had this and I wish how you go so hard or the public speaking. One of my best friends, Casey Clark, was in town too for the holidays. He had his little annual golf tournament with his friends, which they didn't invite me, but I'm going to interject myself next year because I'm getting better at golf. But what Casey was saying is how much he's hearing about Ventura Forward. And then he told me probably four or five times, six times, as he had one too many cocktails with the boys out in the golf course, and I saw him later that night, about A, how proud he was of me, but two, if I could just tone it down. Tone it down, he keeps saying, over and over. But then I asked him in his face, I go, you've known me since second grade. Have I always been this way? Yes, you have. Do you think back in the day I was more crazy, maybe more outlandish? He said, yes, you were. So I like that reference that everyone can maybe hear and understand is that I've always been this way and I've always been trying to work on it. I think we all probably have a one thing in our lives that we think to ourselves, I've been this forever. Why am I still doing it? And that's me with my energy. I don't want to turn it down, but as I get to be more popular or have influence, I want to let everyone know how real it is. And it can spill over. It's been spilling over in the community to where I've been upsetting a lot of people, maybe with my delivery at city council. I also went and talked about the sheriff's department two weeks ago, where I know a lot of the rank and file employees might have been upset with me. So I want to say that right there. Sheriff's department, police department, first responders, public officials, community representatives. If I've upset you in my passion, I'm sorry. None of that was meant to be directed personally at anybody or to have basically a plan to be negative. It comes with a passion. And where it came to the sheriff's department was this wearing of cowboy hats. We had Sheriff Fryhoff in this studio. And he wasn't wearing a cowboy hat here that day. 
But there's some new infatuation where the sheriff's department wants to wear cowboy hats. Hmm. And quite honestly, I find it to be offensive because I don't see cowboying going on by the upper management team. The people wearing all these cowboy hats and the photos on Instagram and social media are the majority of the assistant sheriffs. I think there's seven assistant sheriffs. Seven. Okay. Seven. What are they doing is my question. I know what the sheriff's department employees are doing every day out in the cars, the investigation, the research, but they're not the one wearing the cowboy hats. So in trying to say that analogy, I didn't say it this openly. I said, basically, take off your hat. And if you're not policing in the streets, you shouldn't be wearing a cowboy hat because I don't see any cowboying going on. When last week, did you hear the story about the young lady that got punched in the face? Did not. Thank you, Spence. Well, in the middle of Midtown on Main Street, a young lady was driving her car with the window down. As she comes up to a stoplight, she couldn't go forward, she couldn't go backwards. A man in a bike drives up to her window and punches her in the face. She's 17 years old. Scale of 1 to 10, what a concern is that for you? That's dang close to a 10. That's almost to a 10. Thank yeah, it's right there. Thank you, sir. That's assault random on a woman. That's, that's a 10. Let's and, put it to a 10. And did, did, was there a public information uh, report of this from the police department, from the sheriff's department? Not that I saw. You have to see it on next door. This poor girl's mom has to go on next door and talk about this situation. Completely unacceptable for me. So that's the passion that I was channeling about how as men, as community members, we're not having the safety of our children be the priority. And if it was, that person would be arrested in jail, face put all over the internet and said, if you ever see this person again, be aware, but it's not. It's becoming so common and so normal for people to create lewd acts of violence, um, ex- whatever I was going to say, um, exposure, whatever it is. And we're not finding out what's going on. We have a gentleman right here who has a history of pedophilia who's living in the Vaughn shopping center on the corner of Telegraph and Victoria while kids are surrounding him every day. He's going into the same bathrooms at the same time as young men over there at McDonald's. Like, what's going on? And that's the energy that I'm bringing. Even you can hear me now getting more pumped up. No one's coming out there and saying that I'm taking responsibility for that. It's not the elected representatives, for dang sure. It's not the guy wearing the cowboy hat. That's what made me mad. And ultimately, it's not being Chief Schindler saying, we're doing this, we're doing that. Because Chief, I got mad props for you, but you're not moving it fast enough. We had RV ordinances, aggressive panhandling ordinances, few unique situations that we felt can start to combat a little bit of the state laws that aren't doing what comes to criminals. We talked about no, no, no cash bail, uh, special court systems for the mentally ill, uh, Prop 57, 47, drugs can be used in public legally. You can steal things under $1,000. We all know this is a major problem. So if the state's not going to change those laws, how can we as a city become different to make it more enforceable? Chief has come up with some great ideas, but they've been around since October, November, and we can't get them across. Why? Why? Because city council doesn't want to put them on the agenda. Sheriff Bill, a- I mean, former Sheriff Bill Ayub, now city manager, in my personal opinion, didn't put them on the agenda fast enough. First, it was November. Then we went into December. And we're talking about things like housing, Medicare for all, certain t- uh, capital improvement projects. None of them that are more important than the safety of our women and children in the community. So I want to see some more urgency because if I don't bring the urgency and I'm the guy d- driving the rocket, I'm, remember, I'm the person that everyone in the community is looking at to bring this passion forward. If I can't get it done, 
who's getting it done. And that's where I'm having a little of my misconnection to where I'm thinking that, gosh, darn it, I could go hot every day, all day because the community is looking at me. But then again, I got, I got to keep it cool. Yep. It's one of those things that as the passion comes up and it, it is stuff like that, that makes you really, really, really mad. But that's one of the issues. I was in a situation where somebody came into a store in decent exposure. It happened when I wasn't there. I was there. The guy came back in. A woman told me. I go up to the front to call the police. I didn't know the woman's boyfriend had come into the area store. Next thing you know, all hell's breaking loose and the the bad guy's flying out of there. And while I appreciated the boyfriend, I had to run him down and say, dude, this kind of vigilante thing is real cool. And I 100% appreciate it and approve of it, but the law doesn't. So we've got to be careful in these ways. So that's why we do need the public officials to step up or else we're going to start. You know, we're looking out of the guardian angels. Remember back in New York, I don't know if they still exist, a group of guys that would walk around in the subways and voluntarily protect people. The we're, guardian angels. We're bringing that back. Yeah, I think it was Sliwa. What was that guy's name? But it's that type of thing. We don't want it to turn to that because the cops are trying to do a good job. But we, we just need more... I don't know, more deployed, more so, awareness of, of what's happening like this because you, you can't take it into your own hands. And that's what I was trying to tell this guy. As much as I agree with you, that that is your woman, if you will, to sound a little primitive. Uh, and he wanted, <laughs> it was, I will say the only, in a horrible act, the only thing that was comical, when I saw the guy running out, the bad guy, the look of fear, and I'm thinking, what's going on? And then, boom, boom, they're out there. I dropped the phone, and they said, we'd prefer at this point you don't call the police. And that's the area of concern for our community. And I went hard in a video yesterday about Clean Up Ventura. Are you aware of the Instagram account, Clean Up Ventura? Yes. So Clean Up Ventura gets videos from people all over the community that share with him loot acts, violence happening, vagrancy all over the, the, the city. And I had a point where I thought, this account's growing, and it's called Clean Up Ventura, but they're not cleaning it up. They're just talking about all the bad stuff. So my thought was when Instagram brought this new collaborative button that I would collaborate with Ventura Forward to show them what Spencer was doing and cleaning it up. And Spence, while it did get me more followers, it's backfired recently because guess what? Guess who Clean Up Ventura is now? It's me. Because this person on social media doesn't come out. It doesn't say who they are. And that's part of what's happening on social media is that people want to really get after people and be vigilante justice, but no one wants to say what they're doing. People want to have these layers. And so I told Clean Up Ventura, either come out and tell everybody who you are or delete the page. Now, as of yesterday, neither has happened. I had the opportunity of talking to Clean Up Ventura on the phone yesterday because we're building more of a relationship. And I'm like, what do you got to lose? You know, and there's concerns all over because he's got a lot of threats off of how he talks about homeless people and gets after him. It's kind of a some demeaning approach to that. I get it. I find it being, again, my family member who is in the deepest, darkest spot. Sometimes these people have bad moments, whether they're naked or high on drugs. It can be funny to a point if you put certain music to it and have that kind of. I don't know, National Lampoon's... What it becomes is Florida Man. Florida Man. The whole thing is Florida Man. Because if you take your birthday and type in Florida Man, you will find 
an event that happened with a crazy guy from Florida. Hmm. And it is funny, but then when you know what's really behind it, it is indecent exposure. It's molestation. It's the worst of the worst crimes. So you might laugh and go, oh, that's pretty funny. But when you know the backstory, it's not funny anymore. And I think that's one of the problems. And when you have that big of an account like Cleanup Ventura has, you're going to find somebody who probably knows that person or is connected to that person not finding it funny, taking offense to it. Really, and over the totality of it, really starts to eke people the wrong way. And because my face was on that account, because I asked to be on there, I have the perception of being Cleanup Ventura. So I was like, whoa, what's going on? I started to get some little messages, some phone calls. People not talking about me very nicely if he even went into detail, talking about harming Spencer's family. And it's not okay. You know, I had to really go full court press and make a video and say, this isn't me. If you have a problem with me, that's okay. I get that. Come after me. But there's got to be separation in this. And that's when I don't like the whole Wizard of Oz, hiding behind the cloth. And it goes across the board. If you are somebody in this community that feels like your voice is being shut down, maybe because of your job, your, your future, the organization that you're with, I want to empower you to branch out. That you're an American with a free voice and that people can not come after you for having your voice. And if they do, that's the rubber hits the road. You've got to come out. Know that I came out and spoke the truth as much as I possibly can, probably too much, a lot of the times burning bridges, looking to build them back. But that's where everyone goes if we come in as a group of people not just individuals. That's what I want you to do is just share the stoke to share your message, but don't do it behind closed doors. You can send me DMs with what's happening in the community. I will listen. I will maybe share, but it's not about me. I cannot be the voice of the whole community, nor do I want to be. I want to be the voice for myself and my family and certain organizations that I'm working with right, right now. It's Ventura Forward and more are coming. So, I want to get that little rant out there, Spence, to remind everybody, I'm trying my best to be calm, cool, and collective. That's what I'm calling myself, the CCC, calm, cool, and collective, to get that message across very clearly, but when the passion rolls over, know it's real. Okay, so what's next? What is next here? What do we have written down? Let's give uh, some of our sponsors. Some of our sponsors, like always, Johnny's Mexican Food will be closed for the next week, I think until the first week of January. They took two weeks off for their family and their little vacation. Johnny's is going off. Ventura Music Hall, great shows in the past couple weeks. DJ Quick, Oza Motley, Ray Fresco. We saw the Funkadelic, George Clinton. We know the English beat is coming up on New Year's Eve. So Ventura Music Hall continues to throw out those awesome shows along with the Majestic Ventura Theater. I've made a great relationship with the, with the Majestic the last couple weeks. Went to my first show there in a little bit while saw the vandals in a christmas show so that was going on well sponsors also we got going on what's happening lately pete's breakfast house is always there for us surfers point cafe always checking out we had a chance to maybe get the pizza chief is going to start giving more gift cards to ventura forward to give away to great people there's always oh i can't forget goodwill goodwill is doing great things in the community talking about providing jobs on the lowest level entry point I love Goodwill. If you think it's just a thrift store, you're completely wrong. That staff and that community is really reaching out as far as they can through our colleges, whether it's Calu, uh, Channel Islands, UCSB, Goodwill of Ventura and Santa Barbara counties is doing the work way more than thrift stores, providing that low-level entry of jobs for where some people might not think they can get a job back into the workforce. Check out Goodwill. Get in there from 
lower level courtesy jobs, maybe a management position. It will be unique, but it will be experience. Also, I protect cell phone service and repair in the Pacific View Mall. Chico and his team are doing a lot of cool stuff. They came out with an, an advertisement and a, a free offer to get your phone portal clean on the bottom, Spence. So if you need to get your little phone thing, what was that? The, int, in, the charging area. Charging port. Charging. If it's a little clogged up, they'll clean it. Yes. So going to iProtect in the mall, also having a new spot at the collection. So those are a few of the sponsors I have top of my head. And we're always looking for more. I will be go harder on sponsorships. I will allow you to be a trade sponsor for about three months or six months so you can see the value of Ventura Forward. But if you want to get on that sponsorship list, you're sending about $500, $1,000 to ultimately $2,500 to be completely influencing for Ventura Forward in everything we do. It's the appearances we make on the podcast. It's going live in videos. It's being in person. Sometimes we're having our personalities on the great morning show, KVT in the morning as a personality. This is a full bundle approach to get your name and business behind a community service group doing great work, bringing awareness, and you can use the data because how about the big rains that came last week? Big storm, of course, but I cleaned out that culvert right there by Borna High School, eight, eight bags of trash, probably about 400 to 500 pounds of trash, we know that was going straight to the Pacific Ocean. Spence, it felt good to clean up that trash. Also, we have a big wave event that's happening. Now, if you're listening to the show, the day recorded it, that we recorded, December 27th. It is the 28th that gigantic waves are going to be coming in. And this could be, they say, 15 to 20 footers. So that's spectacular for anybody who's listening in. Uh, take a look out at the beach tomorrow if you have a chance. Love to get some photos on that. So nature's at it again. Yeah, my first thought goes to the Ventura Pier, right? With the pier being closed. 20-footers, yikes. What's going to happen to the pier now? So, Because the equipment's out there right now. If you go to the pier, they're working on it more you than ever. I wonder if they're removing that, if there's a way to get it off out of the water or somewhere else. Because this, at first they were saying up to 15 foot, but we got the additional bulletin this morning at the radio station, and that's Wednesday morning that they said even bigger, and by a lot, not like 15 to 16, they're saying possibility of 20-footers. And I also heard it's not going to be just one day, right? This swell's coming in for four or five days. Yeah, but the main hit is going to be Thursday. Thursday. You're kind of getting me to go get, maybe go get my board today. Get out there, get my If board. you're that good, yes. So today, between 8 and 10, they say today, huh? I, I would have to look at the charts. Today for a Wednesday, it's going to be a little easier. Tomorrow is going to be the day that the... Um, the best of the best will be out there. Let's get it going. Let's get a rally going here. Uh, it was a rally that went down the 22nd. It wasn't the number of people that I was hoping for. Maybe it was the weather. Maybe it was the holidays. But sometimes they say there's no time better than now. And that's what we brought together on a rally that was represented by the free parking conversation, reopen or keep Main Street closed, and kind of the future of downtown and really kind of getting information out to the business owners. City Council has appearances of people who have been wanting to keep Main Street closed and also to have Main Street move stay. So that conversation has really moved forward completely. I want to hear it, whether it's in the comments here. Message me. We've got to get this going because there's a new group of business owners with great names out there. Dargan's, Immigrant Son, The Saloon, Iron and Resin. 
some of the smoke shops, Winchesters. These are places that want Main Street to be possibly looked at being reopened. And more importantly, the parking situation. There's got to be something figured out with employees for parking. We talked about minimum wage increasing in certain areas. If an employee has to be paid an extra 10 bucks to 15 bucks to work their shift, that's taking an hour and a half, two hours off of their paycheck. So it's getting to be interesting conversation. Where does it go? Does it get more expensive? We had a gentleman walk by and say, I want the paid parking. It'll increase the value of everything around this town. It'll really increase the quality around this town. He kind of got a lot of booze <laughs> as he came by, but it was nice to hear him be bold about his prediction. Did, did it look like he lived in Ventura? No. That's the big question, Spence. Are we really going to be a town that becomes a destination location? And will that many people visit downtown Ventura on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or we would just be a weekend spot? That's one of the issues. I see that in Santa Paula a lot. You know, they're doing a bunch of work on the main street there, but it is starting to feel like a weekend town for the, the masses. You know, the people love their town and they enjoy it. Uh, but other than that, are they going to design a town that's just directed at Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or are they going to make the town that the people who live in it love for Sunday, you know, through Saturday? That's always a good question. Who are you catering to? The outsiders that are going to pump some money in for three days or the way people like it to be? Just calm. Ugh, it got yeah. me. It's got me really like. And those are the conversations that I'm taking on full force that nobody else wants. So two weeks ago, when I took a half of a day to walk into 75 businesses downtown, the three questions I ultimately were asking that were the most important to me was Main Street moves, open or closed, paid parking, yes or no. But the most important to me ultimately became, has anyone come into you to talk about this from a neutral standpoint? 90% said no. What percentage of businesses did you say that council members had come into their business and asked them about this? Yeah, just to uh, just to canvas. Less than less than five percent. Hmm. Less than five percent of the businesses felt that they had heard their voice transparently from a neutral party, and who else is supposed to be more neutral than the representatives? And and, and leave the districts out. Districts have been talked about too much. As a council member, you represent the city of Ventura. You have a heightened seat for your constituents in your district because that's the way voting has changed but you're still voting every time as a city. Now, what is the deal with any of the city council people doing like a Sunday coffee? Does anybody do that? Mike Johnson does a great job at that. Mike Johnson, okay, good My, for and, him. And Liz also has office hours. She makes herself available. So Mike Johnson gets out and gets in front of people. Oh, yeah. Good for him. He definitely does. And he actually will even buy you uh, something at his thing if you take the bus. Oh. He's a big transit guy. Okay. So he's trying to increase the... Um, Riders on buses. So. What if I hitchhike? Nope. I showed up my, <laughs> this is one of our tips one time. I talked about him because I showed up my, on my electric scooter to Rincon Brewery. And I'm like, where's my free beer? You know? He's like, did you take the bus? I'm like, no, I live 500 yards away. And I rode my scooter. Not good enough, he said. Hmm. <laughs> Not good enough. Well, it's, it's, well rules, he, are rules, rule, right? rules, rules are rules, right? Rules are rules. Rules are rules. Okay, so but, take the bus next time. But you I can get on it and just take a lap and get off for a beer. But if Jeanette Sanchez-Palacios did things like this by herself, it would be awesome. Bill McReynolds, let's do it. Mayor Joe Schroeder, never heard of him doing one 
community engagement event. Hmm. Other than plan stuff like they did down at the Marina Beach, Marina Park Beach last week where the Secretary of Defense came into town. I forget her name, but I heard she's eighth, eighth in line of secession. Am I saying that right, Spence? What's the word for like if you're in line to be the next president? Yes, secession. Yeah. She's eighth in line. Secession is to leave. Succession is, yeah. So you just follow her down, president, vice president, speaker of the house, blah, 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 all the way down. And would you- So you was there. I saw him at the Tender Life community event, which was nice. You know, that was a get together with Jim Duran. And I I saw him there. Uh, So maybe, like you say, the planned events showing up because that was like a uh, open house for Tender Life community. And this was a Ventura Water Pier project, infrastructure project, talking about how excited the feds are to have the state of California approve all this potable reuse projects mm-hmm. where for the first time you can take sewage water, treat it, and then put it back into the water system. Now, for the nine year, for the seven years I've been home, the one argument against this project was it was never approved by the state of California yet. So you pretty much were having all of these cities for the last six, seven years approve millions of dollars we know Ventura started off like 125, went to 350. Now it's at 675, 675 million dollars to create this opportunity for water, which was never voted on. The week that she comes to town, the representative from the feds, 40 hours later, the state water board approves the process. Wow, I was like, wow, and then more importantly, there's a photo with five council members in front of that board and those Salud Carbajal, Monica Limon was there. So it was a who's who's of politicians supporting the project. So my question is this, if you go to an event and you have 48 hours notice that some big wigs come into town to take photos and talk about this project, all seven council members were invited. Five showed up, five took a photo in front of the sign that says infrastructure project by Joe Biden. Does that mean you support the project? Or can you show up there at the event, take the photo and come out and say, I'm there for there because you know where I'm going with this, right? That's a possible ability of a Brown Act violation. And this was the same Brown Act violation and for the same reason that happened a year and a half ago when they went to Washington DC with Julia Brownlee when there was five city council members in D.C. Now, the, the ones that are the same are Mayor Jay Schra- Joe Schrader, Jeanette Sanchez-Palacios, and Doug Halter. All were had the Brownock violation and got the slap in the wrist. This time, and it was Sofia Rubikov and Lori Brown that were in D.C. Now, enter Liz Campos and Mike Johnson in this photo. So now we've got five people there in front of the photo I think I need to ask the question again. How, if there wasn't a public notice of the meeting, how was it avoided Brown Act? Yeah, that's, uh, it's dicey. Maybe they have witnesses to show they didn't um, converse, they didn't huddle up, maybe. I don't know. That's, it's a good question. Yeah. You know, it's, it's always one of those things where you see it's like, uh-oh. It's almost like if uh, for a stalker, you got to stay 50 yards away. You know, there should be a thing where they all wear collars or something. They got ankle bracelets. So, uh-oh, there must be a city council person here. I better not go in. Because at the Tender Life, I won't say which ones, but there's 
three or four, but they were circulating, and they even said that on the mic. They said, now remember this a public event, it's this and that, but they got so nervous after the bust, you know, where they did get scolded, that uh, they've got to watch it now. So I would be very sensitive to that if I were them. Very sensitive, because it happened once, it could happen again. Yep, and so that's kind of what we're on the beat for, the toughest questions on the pulse. English beat coming to the Venturi Music Hall on January 31st. Get your tickets, go check them out. Get out there and be yourself. That's what this podcast is about. We're bringing the toughest, topic, toughest topics. We're bringing them with passion. We're bringing them real, but we're also bringing them with grace and kindness and the willingness to say, hey, we're right, we're wrong, we're sorry. We accept your apology. That same conversation that you wanna have with your family member or even your wife, Take that to the next level of your community members. Don't get too aggressive. Don't go too hard. Don't think that if you yell or hit somebody or, God forbid, do some lewd act that you're changing because you still got to live with it. And right now, I'm living with it every day. And I want to say thank you to the followers. Thank you to the listeners. Thank you for everyone for understanding. And most importantly, thank you to everybody who supports me, like Tom Spence right here on the microphone. Spence, you have a good time. Great time. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Until next time, let's go.